This is Ananin Kaike, and welcome to Voice of the Water Lily, an exploration of our ancestral music over the last 100 years intertwined with a historical and personal perspective. We will be exploring Latin music, more specifically salsa, Latin jazz, Cuban music, and Puerto Rican music. We are going to go deep into the history, learn about the seminal artists, as well as the artists that never received recognition, and we're going to add a personal touch through memories and anecdotes. Espero que disfruten mucho, con mucho, mucho cariño. Hello, okay, I mean, gente. What's up, everybody? Today, I am. We are bringing you a show about the incredible, you guessed it, Pete El Conde Rodriguez, which we just heard there with his amazing improvisation on the live version of Quitate Tu, which was, and that was August 26, 1971. That was a live performance at the Cheetah with the Fania All Stars. Um, and as always, we're going to start off with some music and then I'll come back and give you a background about El Conde. And we're going to start off with two of two songs that he did with Johnny Pacheco. Uh, one, the first one is going to be Cañonazo, which was recorded in 1963. And it was one of the first albums. In fact, it was the first album recorded onto the newly um, newly founded Fania Records in 1963. So we're going to hear Cañonazo from 63. And then we're going to hear Convergencia again with Pacheco from 67. Enjoy.
Aurora de rosa en amanecer Nota melosa que gimió el violín No veles tu insomnio Moviví el amor Así eres tu mujer Principio y fin de la ilusión Así eres tú en mi corazón Así vas tú, inspiración, madero de nave, que naufragó, piedra rodando sobre sí misma, alma doliente, vagando a solas, en playa solar, así soy yo, la línea recta que convirtió. Porque la tuya al final vivió Okay, so we just heard Cañonazo from 1963 and then Convergencia from 1967. And both of them were recorded with Johnny Pacheco, El Maestro Johnny Pacheco. Um, so now I'm going to tell you a bit of background on Fidel Conde. Um, first of all, we're, today we're celebrating him because uh, December 3rd, uh, December 2nd, marks 21 years since he joined the ancestors. So today we're going to be uplifting his memory and his music and celebrating him. So I'll give you a bit of background now. He was born on January 31st, 1934 in La Cantera in Ponce, Puerto Rico. La Cantera was an incredibly, incredibly poor part of Ponce. In fact, um, it was, yes, it was very, very poor. In fact, that was the place where the great uh, Puerto Rican independence leader, Don Pedro Avisub Campos, actually lived there as well at the time. And so it was an incredibly poor um, place. And Pete actually, his father, who was also a musician, died when he was only 10 years old because of tuberculosis. And it was sweeping through uh, 
Puerto Rico at the time, but especially really poor, poor places such as La Cantera. Um, and his mother, who was illiterate and couldn't take care of him anymore, basically sent him to New York to live with his aunt because, you know, what else could she do, really? So she sent him with a letter, with a note with, with her, with the address to take him to. And that's how he got to New York when he was 11 years old by himself. He experienced a lot of racism in New York because he was a black Puerto Rican. He was Afro-Boricua. And he one time remembered that he was getting beaten up by these four kids. And the teacher did nothing to stop it because they didn't, she didn't care because he's, he's Afro-Boricua. They didn't care. And he, but the worst of the racism was yet to come when he was drafted into the Korean War and sent to the southern U.S. for training. He was first sent to Kentucky then to Georgia, and then to North Carolina. And you can imagine, this is the 50s in the South. The racism was absolutely horrible. And the things he went through were just horrifying, really, with the, 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 the discrimination that he faced. He spent three years and four months down in the southern U.S. Uh, for training. So um, that was a really, really difficult time for him. Uh, in 1956, he returned to New York, and this is when he started to get back into music. He had learned to play. He was actually starting to do trumpet lessons when he was in Puerto Rico, but then his father died, and his mother couldn't pay for the lessons anymore. But he was going back to music now. He had Before he had been drafted, he wanted to be a printer. In fact, he went to, to printing school to learn. Um, but because he was, again, because he was Puerto Rican, especially black Puerto Rican, they weren't going to give him a job. And uh, so now, upon his return in 1956, he worked with Eddie Rodriguez. He played percussion because he wasn't just an amazing singer, but he was also a great percussionist. He played bongos, congas, uh, timbal. And he also worked with Jovenes Estrellas de Cuba, but he actually got fired three weeks later. Um, he worked with Hector Seno in Charanga La Novel, Johnny Soler. He used to sing and play percussion with him as well. Um, and then finally he started to work with Johnny Pacheco in 1962. And in, by that time, the charanga was starting to be in decline. Pacheco had a band called Pacheco uh, y su charanga. But at that time, the charanga style was starting to decline. And so he, Pacheco, reorganizes, see what's happening. He reorganizes the band and in 64 comes out with Pacheco y su nuevo tumbao. And of course, that also featured uh, El Conde singing. And then in 1965, uh, El Conde uh, temporarily left Pacheco's band because he was having a conflict with another singer who Pacheco had hired called Monguito. Monguito and him just really had a personality conflict. So he temporarily left, but then came back to work with Pacheco later. We're going to get to some more music here. We're going to hear Un Nuevo Amor, recorded in 1970. And then we're going to hear Cositas Buenas, recorded in 73. Both of these with El maestro Johnny Pacheco. Enjoy. Ya yo tengo un nuevo amor que me enloquece, que me enloquece. Sin ella no puedo estar. Estoy loco enamorado 
Cositas 
So we just heard those beautiful tunes, Un Nuevo Amor and Cositas Buenas. You know, I wanted to note here, and I've said this before, but some of the best soneros, some of the best uh, improvising singers uh, were also percussionists or they started out as percussionists. And that gave them, in my opinion, you can hear a better, a, a stronger sense of rhythm and it actually made them better singers. Uh, and you can actually really hear that in El Conde. So we heard some really beautiful tunes there. We're going to go to another song that he did with Johnny Pacheco called Yo Tengo La Llave. This is actually from much later. This is a 1989 recording. And then we're going to go, this is uh, again with Pacheco. And then we're going to hear Babaila. And I'm going to tell you a bit about that song. That was from his first solo album in 1974. The rest of the songs after that that we're going to hear are from his solo work. As we just had some amazing examples of his work with Johnny Pacheco. So now we're going to hear... Uh, what he, some of the stuff he did on his own. But first, Yo Tengo La Llave. Enjoy.
Babaila fue vendido en mercado de esclavos, Babaila fue. Babaila fue vendido en mercado de esclavos, Babaila fue. Lo separaron de sus padres en una hacienda muy lejana, nunca supo más, nunca lo que fue. El pobre Babaila, Babaila fue vendido en mercado de esclavo. A destino de aquel niño africano en el área antillana, Babaila, Babaila fue. Babaila fue vendido en mercado de esclavo. Hacienda muy lejana, el criado fue con grillete en el pie, con grillete en el pie.
heard Yo Tengo La Llave and Babaila. Um, I just wanted to talk about Babaila and again that song is about a young child, a young African child who is kidnapped and sold into slavery in the Caribbean. And it and the, the one line in the song goes, Yo no quiero morir en cadenas. He's saying, I don't want to die in chains. And he, it, it's, it's a song talking about that trauma and that horrible the, the horrible thing of slavery that happened to so many around the world in the Caribbean and South America and in North America. And uh, it's what happened to millions of people. But it also, I think, brings forward a generational trauma because it's this, this, the, the, it did not only affect those who were directly enslaved, but it, it affected those for people for generations afterwards. We still uh, see the generational trauma to this day because of that. And so I just wanted to bring that forward. That song right there, I remember when I, my, I, I, I had first heard the song and I told my father to, to listen to it, you know, because I, when I would find a song that I found interesting, I would tell him, you know, uh, to listen to it and get his opinion, uh, what he thought of it. And he loved that song um, and the message of it because he was always one to want to hear music that conciencia, you know, of consciousness. And uh, so that's, he, he really loved that song right there. So... You know, I, I think he's bringing forward a very, very important message there. And to spin, now we're going to hear another song. We also see his consciousness called Areto a Sonar. And this is a song where he's proclaiming not only his pride of being African, of being black Puerto Rican, but also being Taino. And he says Taino. He doesn't just say Indio. Um, and I find this beautiful to talk about who we are as a people. It's another one who, who it really proclaims our, pl- our pride as Boricuas. So this is a beautiful... Uh, Beautiful tune as well, and we really get an idea of the consciousness. Uh, there was another song that I had played her another time in the podcast in a different episode where he it called Pueblo Latino, and he's talking about how us as Latinos need to come together and and uh, to, to have justice. And, it, you know, it's another song that really uh, talks about that, and then he later says, uh, to continue like this, yo prefiero la muerte. I would prefer to die, to be not to be united, to be all uh you know this very um uh, to be divided and he also says if it is a crime to love my country to love boring gang then you can sentence me to death so he was very conscious inside of his music um so now let um 
I'll let you enjoy the next two songs. Arreto a sonar and Tumbacutum. Enjoy. Oh, el trío Aragán. Echa pa' allá, piedra fina. Y al unirse dieron forma al campesino, un indio taíno de mi país y un africano altivo. Se unieron en buena ley y hubo areito en el batey. Palmas renacerán 
ese perro que me tumba Que tumba la que tumba, tumba la que tumba eh. Es un desespero que arrebata Que hasta se me olvida mi caché Y me zumba entero a la bachata Y tumba la que tumba, tumba la que tumba eh. Ayer, ayer, y rompo a cantar, ayer, 
There we go. Arreto a sonar. That song there, and we also heard Tumba Kutum. But Arreto a sonar is one of those songs that it it is it is so beautiful to hear to hear that not only the African being acknowledged inside of Boricuas inside of us, but also acknowledging the Taino that we are as well. Um, so that is a very very beautiful tune there. And I just wanted to say that you know in the beginning when Conde says "Este negro si es sabroso," when I just when I played "Quítate tú" in the beginning, I feel that really sums him up because despite all that he faced and all of the racism and all those horrible things, he still remained proud of who he was, and I think that that is imperative. We have to we have to keep our dignity and remain proud proud of who we are, no matter these obstacles. And Conde really exemplifies that. Um, that's staying proud of who you are no matter what. So very beautiful message there. Uh, we're going to go to another set of songs, our last set here. You know, he is known very widely as a great sonero. Uh, what an amazing singer when it comes to salsa. But but when it comes to boleros, as we heard with Convergencia earlier, he was an amazing bolero singer as well. We're going to hear Amor de Mis Amores. This song is beautiful. It's like he's just pouring his heart out into this song. It's, oh my gosh. Que sentimiento. That's all I can say. And then we're going to hear another tune that's that's one of my personal favorites. It's called Vacila con tu Trago. And that was one that he recorded with the Fania All-Stars. Um, both of these songs are just beautiful. Enjoy. <laughs> Poniendo la mano sobre el corazón, quisiera decirte al compás del sol que tú eres mi vida, que no quiero a nadie. Que respiro el aire, que respiro el aire, que respiras tú. Amor de mis amores, sangre de mi alma. Verdad que encierran mis amores Para decirte que tú eres el amor de mis Amor de mis amores, 
if someone were to ask me why I love the music of El Conde Rodriguez, I would say that it is because he was so proud of who he was. He was proud of his Puerto Ricanness and his Afro-Puerto Ricanness, even uh, despite all of the hate, all of the racism, despite uh, just despite all of it. He was so proud of who he was, and he chronicled our story through the music in such a beautiful way. Um, that's why I love his music, and that's why it is important to keep his memory alive because he is one of the many great cultural warriors who chronicled our story and who we must keep. He chronicled our story, and we must keep it, keep his story, keep his music alive. Um, I hope you enjoyed that show, and I hope it gave you an idea of his music, how beautiful it was, how incredible it was, how you know, some of those songs are so danceable. You just want to get up and move and dance. And But at the same time, they're telling our story. They're talking about who we are. And they're bringing forward a consciousness. So yeah, really a, a beautiful, amazing artist. And um, yeah, so we celebrate him. And we thank him for all the gifts that he gave us while he was here. He actually passed on December 3rd, 2000. He was only 67 years old. But he left such an amazing legacy and did so much for our music and our culture. So we thank you, Peter Conde. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for what you did for our music and culture. I meant to say this in the beginning as well, but um, this week there was a bit of sad news in the salsa community. Um, uh, last Sunday, November 28th, the great Miguel Angel Barcas Negras, better known as Menique, joined the ancestors. He was 87 years old. And he was the singer on the famous Tito Puente song, Niña y Señora. He did a lot of work with Tito, uh, with Charlie Palmieri, Caco Bastar, so many others. He was an amazing musician. He also did some really great solo albums. And um, so and actually, this is far less known fact about him, but he was also a tailor and he would actually make a lot of his own outfits. So we just want to send, um, I just want to say Manique, uh, May the ancestors receive you in a good way. Um, and thank you for the legacy that you left and the work that you did. And um, I'm also going to have a show coming up about him sometime soon. And I'll tell you more about his life and, and we'll play some of his music. But I just wanted to take a moment to say um, to to honor him and uh, to say that may he have a good journey. Buen viaje, maestro. And um, also our condolences to his family. Anyway, so... You know it. Uh, this has been Ananin Kaike and Voice of the Water Lily. Keep dancing. Keep honoring your ancestors. Con mucho, mucho cariño. Chao.